It's August 4th, 2021, and welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Actually, we're the this is our 13th year anniversary. Started in August uh, back in 20, 2008. So this makes 13 years right here on Hawaii Public Radio, and I'm very proud of it. Of course, uh, this is where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, we'll have Allison Tasaka from Workforce Development, and she is here to tell us about a series of digital readiness classes. And then uh, we'll be joined by John Rotunda, Jordan Oliver, and Cody Down from HPU, Hawaii Pacific University. And they're here to tell us about the eSports program over at uh, HPU. And of course, right now, I have Allison on the line, and she's the executive director at the uh, Workforce Development Council. And he's, she's here to tell us about the digital readiness classes that are being offered all across the state. Welcome to the show, Allison. Aloha, Bert. Good to be with you. Yeah, thanks. And, you know, I know this uh, this uh, digital readiness class has been in the works for a while, and we've uh, had uh, some some tidbits of it kind of rolling out, uh, just, uh, you know, our, our kind of involvement with digital literacy. Uh, but I, <clears throat> I know you've uh, you sent out this great flyer, <laughs> and, you know, there's a lot of stuff on this flyer. So maybe uh, tell us a little bit about what the uh, digital readiness classes are all about. Sure, absolutely. So um, you're going to hear this a lot from me, but it's free, okay? It's free, <laughs> great, free. Free digital readiness classes offered at the University of Hawaii Community Colleges, all of them. Uh, on all islands, and it's really a free introductory, just hands-on for adults, um, those over 18 years, and you'll really learn basic introduction to computers, how to navigate, you know, the web, how to use email, really, for those people who have no computer skills but want to learn, they should come to this class. They want to know how to turn on a computer, you know, how to power on and off. They want to know what the mouse is for, how to use the mouse and the keyboard, dragging and dropping, using the search engine, uh, professional emails, selecting strong passwords, all of these really basic things that um, you, I know, are expert at, but there are many that are not. And this is just our way of uh, providing a little kickstart for those people especially wanting to look for employment. Just give these people um, a little basic skills to provide them confidence, you know, and a little courage to, to move on to the next step in their life. No, that's great. And, you know, the uh, it's all about kind of bridging that, that uh, maybe uncomfortable uncomfortable zone of, of getting on the computer and using it. And once you've, once you've played around with it, you know, and don't worry that you're not going to break it, I think it'll be the um, the first steps toward you know being more proficient at, at using the computer. Now, Allison, where did this uh, <clears throat> where did the curriculum kind of come up for who who developed the curriculum for this uh, digital readiness uh, class? Well, um, so we're using the curriculum that came out of uh, North Star, mm-hmm. which is an online course. So this is the beauty of it. You know, you come to this free class to learn your basic computer skills, and you pass this class and you feel real good and you want to continue, you will get a year subscription to North Star's online courses so that you can continue, right, to increase 
um, your skills, and you can go at your own pace. Um, it, it's really a, quite an opportunity. We've had that, oh, the classes started in April. We've taught maybe over 300 students so far, and you know what? We have like 100,000 more to go. That's great. Now, you know, you mentioned community colleges and community colleges across the uh, state, and are, are these being taught by com- uh, community college uh, professors or co- uh, volunteers from the community? Who's, who's actually teaching the class? So um, that's, that's interesting. So we do. We have at the community college level, we have instructors. And those who pass this class and continue then become instructors at other locations, such as uh, libraries, because we partner with the statewide library system, which has 51 locations, and we're in um, a good portion of them now on all islands. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's just kind of, you know, like um, passing this forward, the information. The more you learn, you teach others. And and uh, the uh, the actual program, the digital readiness classes are already being offered, right? And and there's a kind of a period of time that this uh, program will will span. And how long? I mean, are we are we talking uh, through the rest of the year? When does this when does uh, this class sort of uh, wind down or or end? Right. So we started the classes in April. We're um, extending the classes to continue through. September. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a couple more months. Um, and so, you know, people who are interested, definitely get on board, call in. You know, there's that number. You have the flyer. Yeah, the number. And I just say free, and here's the number. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Allison, did you say it was free? Yeah. <laughs> it's a free three-hour class. Okay. Of, uh, yep. And, and, of course. Uh, skills. Be digital ready. Work. The uh, the uh, number to call is 808-235-7334. And and Allison, <clears throat> what's the uh, what's the URL, the link that people can go to find out more about uh, digital readiness? So we're just encouraging you folks to call the phone number. The the link. I'm sorry. Wow. You just asked a trick question. I should have the link. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll answer the trick question. It's digitalreadyhawaii.org, digitalreadyhawaii.org. And, and, uh, Thank you. If, if, <clears throat> if anybody didn't have time to write that down, I definitely will put that up on our show notes for later on tonight. And, of course, Allison, uh, mahalo for joining us. Thank you, Bert. Appreciate the opportunity. Aloha. And, of course, uh, we'll take a short break, and when we return, we'll be join, joined by John Gotanda and Gordon Oliver and Cody Downs, all from Hawaii Pacific University, to talk about eSports at HPU. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Hastings and Pleadwell, a communication company. Welcome back to Bike Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio. I'm happy to welcome HBU or Hawaii Pacific University President John Gotanda and, of course, eSports Manager Jordan Oliver and CIO Chief Information Officer Cody Down, who's here to talk about eSports at HBU and, of course, uh, how 
Hawaii is u- uniquely positioned for esports competitions. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. Aloha. Thanks for having us. Hello. Thanks for having us. So, thanks for having us. So, Cody, I mean, uh, you and I have spoken before, and well, maybe well, I'll give I'll give the honors to uh, to John, and and maybe um, John, you can kind of share a little bit about HPU's maybe vision for esports, especially being in Hawaii and and the student uh, population that you uh, have uh, have enrolled in, you know, in HPU. What is your vision for esports? Sure. You know, we've recognized that esports is incredibly popular. 90% of teenagers today report playing video games. And and it's not just here. It's it's abroad. And you know that HPU has students from all over the world. Uh, And it was recently reported that in 2021, uh, esports viewers globally will top 728 million. And, you know, by contrast, the NFL has only about 140 million viewers only. Uh, So esports is just incredibly popular. It's growing. And we at HPU want to provide innovative programs and activities for students, and esports clearly sort of fits that bill. And, you know, we were an early adopter. We we started uh, and opened our facility in 2017. Well, I know, and and uh, Cody, I've I've had you on the radio talking about the uh, esports arena, and you know it's a uh, it's quite an impressive facility that you have. Has has anything kind of kind of changed or evolved since I last uh, spoke to you about that? Uh, yeah, things are always changing. Um, you know, our, our arena is about three thousand square foot. Um, we have, you know, during the pandemic, we know we're shut down for a while and then reopened. Uh, socially distanced, so we we have a few less systems in there, but you know overall, uh, we usually have about 24 high-end gaming systems and then another 13 uh, console stations, which uh, which are Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. Um, we have added a uh, a brand new streaming booth, so um, people can come in and use our streaming booth to do uh, high-end uh, digital streams of their games uh, or shoutcasting or anything like that. We are also um, on the verge of doing a, a kind of a major upgrade to all of our computer systems. Like John said, we opened in 2017. So, you know, that technology is getting old. <laughs> and so we're, we're ready to do a refresh. And so in the next month or so, we're going to be, um, you know, upgrading uh, many of our PCs, uh, monitors, uh, peripherals, chairs, and everything uh, to some of the latest uh, hardware. And uh, so that's exciting. So we'll have some, some new computers coming in soon. Uh, and, you know, we have some of the new consoles as well, the new PlayStation 5, and um, it's hard to get some of those, but we're going we're gonna to be adding more of those as those come available as well. And, John, you know, before I, before I uh, you know, give uh, some chance to uh, Jordan to introduce himself, uh, what, are, what is your view or maybe perspective on the student body coming in? And are they, are they for the most part, interested in in esports is this something that you feel is is an attractor attractor for for students um, oh, stu- students love e- esports as, as i said they come in all playing uh playing video games and we provide them with a real state-of-the-art facility a place where they can not only play their their games but they can hang out with other students and socialize and and you know but esports is more than than just recreational uh, at HPU. We do see it as, as a bridge with our academic programs, and we do see it as, as a place for them to also develop uh, 
critical skills, you know, skills that they will need in life, like problem-solving skills, communication skills, and teamworking skills, skills that really are critical uh, for their success, really, no matter what type of career they choose. And so HPU is really trying to develop those types of things to provide that recreational space, and, and esports is sort of the perfect, perfect place to do that in an innovative sort of new way. And and uh, from a from a curriculum standpoint, are are uh, any of the professors kind of developing curriculum specific around esports? Uh, people are working on different things, and we've had had uh, professors and particularly communication and other areas uh, come in to the esports arena and teach classes there and, and use our our facilities. So it's really we're we're just at the forefront of really integrating it into the academic program too. You know, one of the things that I, I notice is that uh, there's always some generational gap that occurs where uh, an older generation might might uh, not see the full potential of, of a younger generation's interest in a particular technology, and in this case, uh, esports. What I, what I came to realize uh, recently when I was on a panel uh, that was put on by uh, PBN, that a lot of the, you know, I guess when when uh, younger folks get involved with the computers, you know they they may be uh, maybe in my generation, you know, doing emails and stuff like that. But uh, nowadays, it's it's really it's really all about esports and and the kind of skills that uh, they would learn just trying to participate in something maybe as basic as you know setting up a Twitch account uh, and and learning how to multi you know multi uh, task and multi publish uh, audio and video and, 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 and chat, you know, all at the same time, as well as playing, playing whatever video game is kind of a skill level that, you know, you don't necessarily uh, think of when you're maybe just doing email. So uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's an introduction for, um, <laughs> for Jordan to maybe share a little bit about uh, where he's coming from and the fact that He's going to be kind of new to this program, and uh, what do you what do you see bringing from your experience in in previous jobs to HPU? Yeah, so thank you for having me. I think it's very interesting that you mentioned the generational divide because um, I really think that the students that are sort of going through the system right now are going to be the first wave of true esports professionals um, that they grew up uh, in going through you know high school in a position where esports has existed, both as entertainment and competitive, and it's in school. So they're going to be the, the real change makers and lead the way. And I think um, taking from my background, uh, working in the collegiate space, um, and also from covering it from journalistic perspective and analyzing it, we're able to leverage HPU's, you know, it's a really world-class esports space and sort of connect all those dots for our students to um, help them show, you know, through action and through utility and value to the community, the true value of esports. And I really think that uh, in the next few years, we'll see them entering the workplace and really establishing, um, you know, the true value of, of what it can provide. And and uh, Jordan, I mean, you're you're actually calling in from the East Coast, and uh, the the esports manager job that you've uh, accepted at at HPU that that uh, doesn't take place uh, for, what, the next couple of weeks or something? I and mean, what's, the, what's the transition from where you are now to actually come in, come into Hawaii? 
Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you could say I'm on the East Coast, but I really, I think I prefer to say that I'm on the way. Um, definitely on the way to Hawaii and going to be working closely and have been with Cody and just establishing, you know, the best way to transition and sort of um, push into the new semester with, uh, you know, this sort of fresh look and keeping a look on what's trending. Um, but I'm on the way for sure. Uh, and I can't wait. I'm pretty excited to get there. That's great. Now, as a as a uh, esports manager, uh, I I'm, I'm assuming that uh, Cody was kind of filling in uh, between you know the, the the first time I talked to him and now. Uh, what exactly are you going to be doing as a, an esports manager, uh, Jordan? Yeah, so I think uh, the key really is uh, esports is all about community. Um, you know, especially in the collegiate space. So sort of continuing the mission of HPU in, um, you know, building really workforce-ready students and uh, providing value not only the, to the community that is HPU, but also around it, you know, locally. And, you know, increasing just the presence and what we can bring to the esports space. You know, Hawaii's positioned really well uh, between, you know, connecting a really diverse populations that are into esports. Uh, so I think that the, the goal really is to connect those dots for our students, you know, let them know that we are here. We're keeping an eye on what's trending. We know the industry. Uh, you know, it's really going to be an individual experience uh, for everyone that comes to the door to get esports, uh, to get what, what esports can do for them. And that's what I'll be there for is to, is to really um, prove to the community the value that HPO, uh, HPU is bringing with this esports arena that they've, uh, you know, dedicated, mm-hmm. um, you know, the vision to. And and uh, John, you know, when talking to the uh, business community and what Jordan just said about getting students job ready as a result of uh, their involvement with esports, John, how do you convince the business community that, and especially there might be a you know this generational gap, how do you convince them that uh, a student that has a proficiency in in esports is is job ready? Gosh, well. Uh... You know, it's a, it's a billion dollar industry, and and so uh, that that alone, I think, people recognize that that today uh, esports is a, is a, is a serious sort of business. But but as I go back to the skills that, that the students uh, you know hone while while uh, playing esports, uh, it it is that teamwork. They do communicate with each other, and and virtually it's it's tough tough to do. Uh, online at times, and and they are very good at at, at doing that. They they learn sort of how to work in teams. Uh, you know that a lot of these games aren't aren't one single player. They they are teams, and we have a, a collegiate esports team. Uh, so they need teamwork. And and then the problem solving skills. It's probably some one of the most critical skills that that someone can have today is the ability to solve problems quickly on the fly. And and that I think they do. Every time they, they play a game, and, and they are they get incredibly good and at, at that. And those, again, are skills uh, that, that we try to teach every student in the classroom, but also they're honing them in the eSports arena. So they, they'll be more than ready uh, when they go out in, into the community uh, for what, like I said, for whatever job and career they choose in the end. Yeah, that's, that's great. And, you know, I, I do want to talk a little bit more about these, uh, these teams and what kind of foundation HPU is providing the uh, you know potential student teams that that get uh, 
get cultivated and nurtured there. So let's hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with uh, HPU President John Gotanda, eSports Manager Jordan Oliver, and CIO Cody Down about eSports at HPU. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors, Bavarian motor experts, and Chaminade University. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe on HPR One. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to Hawaii Pacific University President John Gotanda, eSports Manager Jordan Oliver, and Chief Information Officer Cody Down about the growing field of esports and right before the break uh, we were talking about some of the the le- you know the skills i guess that get developed as a result of uh, uh doing esports and and uh, Cody i wanted to ask you you've been involved with uh the the program from its inception and probably has been have been very involved with some of the the teams that that uh, get formed maybe can you kind of tell us a little bit about how those teams actually come together and and who's Who's really involved with with developing their, you know, teamwork skills and their problem solving skills? And yeah, I, I kind of think a bit like uh, like robotics, right? I mean, there's a whole bunch of skills that are required just to, <clears throat> just to do a robotics program. Who's who's actually involved with helping the esports team cultivate these various skills? Yeah, so we have a, a couple main teams at the university. We have a League of Legends team, and we have an Overwatch team. Um, those teams both compete in the Peach Belt, which is a, a league on the East Coast uh, that we, we compete in. That's, we've competed in there a couple of years. As far as, you know, the involvement and, and, and who, helps, um, who helps those teams uh, compete and, and learn and, and, and grow, uh, you know, we have volunteers that come in and help us out. Uh, people on the eSports Arena staff have been real integral in, you know, helping coach and train some of these uh, players, these new players. Uh, we have a lot of leadership that actually comes uh, from the students and the team members themselves. Um, initially, when we, when we launched the program, we did an all-call to the, everyone at the university who's interested, and we got, had a huge room full of people who, who wanted to be part of it. And we formed teams out of that, and we formed, you know, uh, you know presidents and, you know, vice presidents of these clubs came in and started helping to form these teams. And eventually, you know, these teams run themselves, um, you know, pretty strictly. They have, they have strict, uh, you know, practice schedules, you know, set times of the day that they come in. They, they, can, they do practice sessions. Uh, they do training online. Uh, you know, sometimes we'll bring in uh, coaches, online coaches to help train. Uh, other times we'll have, um, you know, volunteers come in and help. Um, you know, I'm hoping now that we have Jordan coming on board. He's he's got some coaching experience, and we we just actually hired another person who's coming on board that has Overwatch coaching experience. That we're going to have some some really good um, good coaches uh, moving forward, um, and to really help support our teams. But I'll tell you that they do a lot themselves, uh, and you know, kind of it, it's kind of the nature of the business, and 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 they 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 really help each other grow. And and change and and become better. Now you you mentioned some of the tournaments like like Overwatch. I mean, how does a how does an HPU team actually compete in in a tournament? I mean, is it something that the the tournament gets announced and and uh, people register their teams and 
you know, there's a time of day that uh, uh, the you know the challenges take place. How does a how does an actual tournament uh, unfold? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a couple types. I mean, we have hosted tournaments actually in the arena. So uh, we've done, you know, where we actually have the teams of six, you know, Overwatch is a team of six players, League of Legends a team of five, where they'll compete head-to-head, you know, um, you know they'll be right in front of each other uh, so they can actually see the, see the, the competitive competitors across from them. Uh, so we've done those live um, where we've hosted tournaments like our, uh, our scholarship tournament that we host every, every year where we give away, uh, you know, money, uh, scholarship money to the winning uh, teams to attend HPU. But then, then also, you know, when they're competing in the Peach Belt League, they'll do all that remotely. So they'll, you know, they'll pick a time, um, set dates and times, they'll log into the, you know, the server that they're competing on and they'll compete from our arena uh, virtually, you know, against the team wherever they're at, um, usually in Georgia mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. somewhere else on the East Coast. Yeah, you know, you know, one of the things I heard was that uh, being that sometimes the the latencies for for Hawaii teams are, uh, I don't know, in the in the hundred millisecond ranges, uh, <clears throat> that our our teams here have have learned a sense of uh, I don't know if it's anticipation or the ability to read. You know what might happen uh, in uh, in the gameplay that that uh, because they are using uh, maybe maybe slightly not a disadvantage but you know there's there's their their latency rates are a little bit uh, higher they have to be able to anticipate a move Uh, is that something that you've heard as well Jordan I mean oh uh, oh, uh, yeah uh, Cody yeah I have for sure I mean that is something that we've We've heard from a lot of players, and and it's a well-known well-known fact that you know the best the best players in Hawaii they are really good at that anticipation, and they they learn to kind of use that to their advantage in some ways that they can they can anticipate what's going to happen because of this latency that that we have here, and it's 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 a it's a disadvantage to us, but it, I think you know it really helps them grow as a player when then they and when they eventually are competing at you know lower latency or in person it gives them a, a real boost up mm-hmm. so um i i think you know it it's it is well known it's um it's kind of a joke around here you know that you know that that's you know something that one extra thing that we have to deal with when we're competing but uh you know it, i think it does help them ultimately grow as a player no that's great and and uh John, I mean, what do you what do you see the future of of Hawaii in its place in the Pacific uh, to be kind of a, a nurturing ground for esports, uh, given that we're kind of in between the the, the continent and Asia? But I I think it's only growing in Hawaii, and you can see the popularity in Hawaii has taken off. You've seen other institutions now pick up and say, you know, we look at HPU and we want to do do the same thing. Uh, but one of the great things about esports is the team doesn't have to travel, you know, and and yeah. we do travel actually for the finals. But but apart from that, you know, we can we can play from here, uh, which is something that other sports have a hard time doing. And so I I think that the the physical barriers. Uh, to preventing uh, Hawaii from being a real sort of, you know, attractor or, or competitor uh, in in certain sports really doesn't happen in, in esports because again, it, you know, we can compete with anyone in the world from where we are. And sure, there's some slight disadvantages, but but our people are resilient and they've been able to overcome. And and I think that that it's only going to grow in popularity in Hawaii in the coming years. And uh, John, where can people find out more about uh, HPU's esports program? 
uh, at uh, hpu.edu slash esports, if I remember correctly. Is that right, Cody? And we also have an Instagram uh, site, Yeah, too. you can follow us on Instagram at, at HPU Esports. Sounds good. I'll put that up on our show notes for later on. John Gotanda is the president of Hawaii Pacific University. Jordan Oliver is the brand new eSports manager. And Cody Down is the chief information officer. And I want to thank them all for joining us today. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when we'll talk about the Honu Cooling Pack a jacket that keeps you cool. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR1 every Wednesday or via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You stay safe. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Bite Marks Cafe.